En, to, tre. Welcome to Out in the North. My name is Emil Schmidt-Nielsen. Yes, welcome. And I'm, I'm Matthias Tolstrup. This is uh, our third podcast, uh, yes. and it's uh, it's going to be great today. And actually, we have, uh, right now we're walking outside, and it's 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 pretty dark. <laughs> it's pretty dark. Yeah. We're, we're doing different things today. It's really yeah. cool. But today it's going to be uh, about uh, a special kind of musician. Um, tell us a little about it, uh, Matthias. Yes, I some days ago I went out in the forests uh, just outside of Copenhagen in Denmark yeah. with um, with a Danish guy. Uh, he's the only one to study the ukulele in the entire world. Yeah, that's quite cool. Yeah, what, what, um, actually, what what do you think when thinking of <clears throat> the ukulele? To me, the ukulele represents Hawaii. Um, sunny weather, beaches, blue ocean, people dancing in, in skirts. Um, yeah, really joyous music. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I got the same point of view. But but when I I went into the forest with uh, Tobias a few days ago, I I got a whole other story actually. Yeah. And, uh, maybe we yeah. should just uh, take a listen. Sure. city train on my way out of uh, Copenhagen. It's pretty grey outside but uh, the weather guards have promised the uh, sun later today and when that's the case I'm not the one missing the chance of meeting up with one of the greatest Danish musicians I know. Yes, in my opinion one of the greatest even though he is mastering the tiniest string instrument I also know. It's Tobias Elof the first and so far the only musician to academically study the uh, ukulele in the world. And we're going to hear about how that's like and hear him perform his Nordic ukulele style he has developed. We're going to the deep forests in the outskirts of the Danish capital. And now we're here. Hi Tobias. Hello. Hey, nice to see you. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now we're walking into uh, the forests in yeah. the outskirts of uh, Copenhagen. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a little bit close to. Uh, we, we can't fool anyone, but it's a little bit close to the roads. <laughs> so maybe you can hear some cars in the background. But uh, beautiful colors. Be- uh, there are some really beautiful colors out here. Definitely, it's it's an autumn. Uh, midday, you are the only one <coughs> studying the ukulele in the world. Is that right? 
Yes, in that sense that I'm, I'm studying in the, in the music academy. So I think there has been some people uh, studying the ukulele on a musicology degree. Yeah. I know for sure one, one lady from Canada had uh, finished a degree in that, but like a music academy in that sense, it's, it's practical, it's a performance um, degree. I'm, I'm the only one that studies yeah. the ukulele. Actually, I want to start out a little earlier, maybe. Yeah. Uh, when, when did you uh, the first time play the ukulele? The first time I played the ukulele was um, when I was eight. Yeah. My a colleague of my father. Uh, he was a, a fiddler in the in the village where I lived. Wow, so beautiful. Yeah, it's Whoa. wow. So I. I saw a, a, an ukulele uh, in his house, uh, this colleague of my father. He had a lot of different kind of string instruments in his house. And I just kept looking at this ukulele hanging on, the, on his wall. And then uh, I think my father saw that I was very into this instrument. And uh, I think he asked if um, I could buy it. And then I bought it for like 50 kronos or something like that. <laughs> well, that's that's and, quite uh, cheap if you uh, know very, the Yeah, but the, the ukulele currency. is like the cheap ukuleles are very, very cheap. Yeah. When you mentioned your father, uh, did you grow up in a, in a musical environment? Yeah, I mean, I grew up in a high school. Yeah. This folk high school. I don't know how you directly translated into English, but uh, like the uh, special Danish or Scandinavian institution where you. You go to school half a year, or um, you, you could take a course for a week also, but you, there's no exams, you just study. And he was working as a teacher in a, in a high school, and uh, he played the guitar, uh, and there was like a, was singing evenings once in a while. I remember there was, uh, maybe it was like once in a month, or twice a month. They had this singing evening where people were singing these special songs. Uh, high school sang, mm-hmm. and I was—he was playing the guitar and singing, and I was just following on my ukulele. <laughs> it sounds really cozy. Yeah, it was very, very cozy. Yeah. And I had—I I remember quickly developing um, an idea of when he, when I could see the shape of his fingers playing. A certain chord on the guitar, I knew what to do on the ukulele. I knew, okay, this is a G. Okay, this this is a G, and you know, I could translate it. So moving a little forth in time to the moment where Tobias realized that the ukulele had the potential to be studied. Uh, when I was when I was playing around on the instrument, you know, I had I had lessons um, on my local primary school. There was for some strange reason free ukulele course and yeah. then I, I took that and that's not very common in Denmark so I don't know why they <laughs> no. had it on my school but and it was far out in the country so I took that and you know learned reading notes and playing chords and singing and this kind of basic stuff yeah. and then <coughs> I started playing around on the instrument and and made a, I made a small riff which is actually the beginning of 
of the of the video that we recorded for a year ago. Yeah, it's the beginning of that with of the song I made with uh, Ila Fambe. Yeah. Uh, so the intro of that song called Minuet. Uh, it's actually what I, I played around with when I was around 10 or something. Okay. And I remember, oh, this is really nice. Yeah. I, I like <laughs> to play this. It's only like five, six notes, isn't it? Like uh, repeating. Like a, it sounds like a harp almost. Yeah, okay. I remember that moment when I figured out that, oh, this is really nice. Yeah. Can I, can I create music on this instrument? You can watch our session with Elof and Vambeer from the island of Møn at youtube.com slash outinthenorth channel. We have a few more questions before maybe we should hear a little bit of ukulele. Yeah, we'll sure. find some place. Uh, sure. Find a nice it's really, sunny spot. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking at a really sunny it's spot so right beautiful. now. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh my god. Leaves and sunshine. Wow. Yeah. It's 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 amazing how how much it sun does in this time of year. Yeah, wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. when when you don't see sun for like a week and then it mm. suddenly. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like listening to bagpipe music and when it stops, it's just like oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so kind of the opposite also. But yeah, <laughs> definitely. Is the ukulele generally accepted? as an instrument in Denmark. <laughs> but it's, it's well, nah, yeah, I don't know. It's very growing though. It's all right. It's very growing. And I know they're, they're selling a whole bunch of ukuleles, most music stores. I can, I can definitely see the development from when I was a kid. Yeah. The, the standard of instruments is just so much better <laughs> nowadays. It's really, right. really incredible. When you said, okay, I bought this China instrument or like made in Taiwan, yeah. people would say, ah, okay, that's not nice. Nowadays, there's some really, really skilled uh, luthiers in, in China and Taiwan. I have a yeah. ukulele myself from called uh, Anui Nui Ukuleles. It's a company with uh, from Taiwan. A really, really nice guy called uh, Jensen. Who's Making really good quality ukuleles. All right. So like a, like a signature model. <laughs> it's a signature model. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So so we arrived to some dark part of the forest. <laughs> <laughs> there was beautiful sunshine was back there, but yeah. maybe we'll go back a little <coughs> later. But but I think we should find. Oh, find actually, spot. yeah. Maybe this is the spot. Maybe this is the spot. Yeah. To it's, it's should I pack beautiful. out my. My instruments. Or yeah. What? To be as, as broad. Like, how many ukuleles? Four <laughs> ukuleles. Four ukuleles. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know which one to choose. No.
like to hear the rest of this song and watch Tobias Elof play, you can go to our YouTube channel and, and please subscribe if you like to uh, see more Nordic artists perform out in the north. Thank you so much for, for the tune. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> it was so nice. Um, Thank you. And could you just uh, quickly describe the, the name of the, the title of the, the uh, song? The title is um, a rendering or memory yeah. English. It's, All right. Um, yeah. And it's it's from a CD <coughs> or a, an album? Yeah, it's from um, the new Elof Vamba album, which will be released the 21st of November. All right. I asked Tobias if he ever felt a little bit lonely in the Music Academy and if uh, that feeling might have forced him to go other ways than you normally would think a ukulele player would go. I felt lonely when I when I wanted to have some kind of input towards uh, ukulele specific questions. How should I pursue playing in a band? What what is my role? Is it just a a bad guitar with only four strings instead of six strings, or, <laughs> you know, what, what should I do with with the right hand technique and all these kind of technical questions? Because I didn't have the possibility to get, you know, specific ukulele teachers. Yeah. Uh, I, I needed to copy other instruments, how other instruments did it. You know, I, I learned all all the basic stuff, you know, scales and all different chords, all this basic stuff and and learn to play all these different sequences that is a part of European folk music tradition on, on the ukulele. I, I learned to play it, but some of it, it just doesn't work. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's some stuff that just doesn't work and then you, you have to practice a lot on it. Maybe I would practice on a piece for a, a month or even three months and then think, okay, maybe it's nice, and then after a month more, it's just, ah, oh, maybe it doesn't really work, but I still learned something, and that's, yeah. uh, that's, that was really hard in some way. That was... Because all the others just fit fit in more naturally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, in terms of loneliness, mm, uh, not in, not literally lonely, but there was a big emptiness in terms of being satisfied with with playing your songs, uh, playing a song, a traditional song, because most of, well, not most of it, but a lot of the material is really, really hard to play on the instrument. <laughs> it's really, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> is that an answer to your question? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's a good answer. We're going a little bit back in time. We're at a Danish airport and Tobias is sitting in his seat looking outside of the small airplane window and, and he's thinking of of going to to Canada where he is gonna visit someone that dramatically changes his way of playing the ukulele. I mostly remember that I mostly remember when I landed because it was very uh, intense when I landed I had this flight bubble I don't know you have this kind of yeah. stuck in your ear something yeah. and I had it actually for several days but when I landed it was like I can't hear anything it was everything was just like <laughs> <laughs> it was very 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 hard high cut yeah 
and they said it's very um, very uh, intense and but you know I, I landed and and I was greeted by James and Anne uh, and James is a ukulele player James Hill amazing ukulele player welcome back to the program now learning music in school usually starts with learning the recorder or just by simply singing songs this is from a TV morning show where they interview James Hill about his latest project okay, so instrument is inexpensive it's small in size and it's easy to learn back in the 1960s an educator called Jay Chalmers Stoane uh, from Canada actually dramatically changed the school music programs using this cheap instrument, the ukulele, to uh, educate in music all across the country. Well, at the beginning I just started in one school, but it took off so well that I started doing it on and a bigger scale. Today he's still doing that, and James Hill is actually a part of, uh, of, of this big movement. When James Hill came along, uh, it had rekindled uh, itself, you might say, and uh, there's all kinds of enthusiasm everywhere because he's such a virtuoso player. With us, we have a James Hill, a professional ukulele player, with Glenn Chan and Simon Mark, who are co-founders of the ukulele. This was before YouTube. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for those of you who knew, uh, knew the old days, it was before Google was big. Also, um, I just found a piece of sound from him, and he just released his first album, and I was like. Yeah, this was what I wanted when I was when I was a kid and and I wanted to play like this. So I just kept uh, follow, following him online and and at some point I finished the high school and the, like uh, maybe I really want some lessons and I wrote an email to him, can I take lessons from you? And then he wrote back to me, yeah, where do you live? <laughs> and then I wrote, I live in Denmark. And then he wrote Come visit me. <laughs> I, I went for it because he had this special technique with the right hand, which is very, very interesting. It's called uh, cherry picking, okay. which he invented. It's a, it's a combination of two different, um, very traditional ukulele techniques. I could show you it. So you have two very traditional um, techniques of ukulele. This is very kind of nerdy, <laughs> the nerdy part of the interview. But, uh, like if you strum with the thumb, strum downwards with the thumb, it's like it's the soft. Um, and if you after the strumming down with the thumb, strum with the index, you have this thumb index. Also kind of known on guitar, this kind of. You could also say so yeah, I pick a note with the thumb and then strum with the index. So that's that's very common on very on many instruments, in a, but. It's a definitely a ukulele technique. And then you have the, the triplet strum, which is a Hawaiian triplet strum, which is it's down with the index, down with the thumb, and up with the index, so it's like. And the cherry picking is a combination of those two. So. I think he invented this technique actually, and I, I, would, I really wanted to learn this thing, and 
And that's why I went to Canada. Yeah, it's it sounds amazing. It's it's, yeah. it's really uh, <laughs> it's rhythmic. Yeah. You know, yeah, it has the rhythmic part, and you have the chord on the same time, and you can you can put the melody. And now for some quick history about the ukulele. It originated in the 19th century as a Hawaiian adaption of the Portuguese machete. Not the weapon, of course, but a small guitar-like instrument, which was introduced to the Hawaiian people by the Portuguese working immigrants. Therefore, the instrument is not very old, actually. And a lot of music from the pre-19th century wouldn't impossibly have been composed for an instrument like the ukulele. Take, for example, Bach, which Tobias is playing right now in the background. Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> I haven't finished Great. it yet. All right. I just played the song through yesterday, but, but with notes. I don't have my notes with me here. I think it was one of my um, motivations from early on. Just what can I play on this instrument? Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I haven't discovered the death metal yet. No, <laughs> yet to come. Yeah, we'll return for for that segment later. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> But that's also kind of the the main uh, thing about you playing the ukulele. You often described us as playing in a in a Nordic way, or yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's one of my. Um, I, I really like the the sound of the of Scandinavian music, but the for example the polskas. Some of you are familiar with it from Jan Johansson, Jasper Svenska, this famous record. I think most selling record, jazz record in Denmark, actually. Yeah. Uh, I really like this this tone. It has this phrasing. It, it has um, Scandinavian folk music. Yeah, yeah and, it, and you would definitely uh, often describe uh, ukulele as as a as a warm uh, yeah. f- feeling. Uh, <coughs> The, the warm waves of Hawaii and yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's, it's that, that's a that's a kind of contradiction. This this music would never ever ever be big in Hawaii. No, <laughs> it's too sad. You know, it's yeah, just doesn't work. Nobody knew about Jan Johansson, which is so famous here. Uh, I mean, t- towards instrumental music and jazz, and folk music, it's it's so recognized here, but it would never be big in Hawaii, that's for sure. I don't think... You mentioned earlier that uh, Canada uh, or Canadian and Hawaiian uh, ukulele playing is somewhat different. How is that different? Well, there's... uh, In Hawaii, of course, they have the the Hawaiian tradition uh, of of singing and playing. Uh, The ukulele is very much an accompaniment uh, Mm -hmm. uh, instrument. More recently, it's become more of a solo instrument. But I think in Canada, we put more of an emphasis on a sort of orchestral ukulele playing, where we have groups of of students or groups of adults playing in sort of uh, sort of like a big band or like an orchestra. And that's a slightly different approach. So, what what are are the plans for for the future, the near future? We talked about an album. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a, a tour coming up, um, me and um, Nikolai, Elof Vamberg, in the spring, and also summer, uh, some concerts in the summer. I think we have 13 concerts in the spring and in the beginning of summer. 
So, and hopefully more to come. Yeah, sure. Mm. Looking forward to it. Yeah. And uh, and if you want to uh, hear more uh, from Tobias Elof or his uh, duo, uh, Elof Vamberg, mm. uh, you can go to... Uh, Elofvamberg.dk Sure, and you can find everything there. You can also go to... Uh, a new website called facebook.com and find us there <laughs> yeah you can maybe even search on, on google i, I, I think that also the website google should be very